0: The letter of apostle Paul to the Ephesians chapter 13 verses 5 through 6 Let your conduct be without covetousness be content with such things as you have for he himself has said I will never leave you nor forsake you so we may boldly say the Lord is my helper I will not fear what can man do to me All of us without exception due to our sinful gene pool in which we were conceived inherited the root system of all evil which discovers itself in the desire to become rich. Psalm 51 verses 5 through 7. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin, my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean, wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. In the phrase, let your conduct be without covetousness, this is taken from military lexicon, since it has a commanding form that turns this command into a commandment. Now, let us take a look at how, if this turns from a command to a commandment, then three important aspects through which we can define that we have a conduct that is without covetousness. Three important elements. Firstly, a conduct without covetousness is an expression of godliness and joy in what God has allowed us to have. Now, godliness with contentment is written in 1 Timothy chapter 6. Godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. How many Christians today are joyful for what they have, what to eat, what to wear. These people are very few who are content. But those who express discontentment, they have a conduct with covetousness. The second element, conduct without covetousness is evidence that the root of all evil has been uprooted from the soul of our heart. It is written, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and snare, and into many fellish, foolish, and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And thirdly, a conduct without covetousness is evidence of generosity expressed in a lack of vile and shameful self-interest. Second Corinthians chapter nine verses six through eight. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he proposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. And we right now are going to sing up psalm, and are going to serve God, and in this service to God, we are going to show and demonstrate that our hearts are inclined and in our hearts there is no bitterness and no one is making us do what we are doing right now, to offer God with tithes and offerings. It's an important aspect. And when we serve Him, so that in our heart we do not have a conduct without covetousness, and this is defined by the fact that we a conduct with covetousness is to not be joyful with what we have. 98% would exchange fates with you. 98% of the people in the world, with any of you, those living here in America, they would ex- exchange fates with you. But we sometimes show discontentment because we don't have the same sorrow that our neighbor has. We must understand that when we honor God with tithes and offerings, and when we have the quality of me not being joyful with what I have, this tithe is then defiled by us because our heart is not inclined to honor God. And to honor God means to begin with, Lord, I thank you that you have allowed me to have that which I have, and allow me out of that which I have to honor you. Let us please stand and honor God. With great joy, will repeat after Pastor Gadi that each time the people of Israel had honored God with tithes and offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they had to, according to the words of Moses, which he had received as a revelation from God, to lay their hands over their offerings and to proclaim one wonderful proclamation that they were faithful to for thousands of years. We, being that same Israel, tied to the same root, will do the same thing. Please raise your right hands, a symbol of your righteous act, and please pray along with me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. I have separated the tithes from my home and have brought them into your home, that your home may have food. I do not give in sorrow. I do not give impurely. I do not give for the dead. I deeply believe in your unchanging word. And I'm glad that I have the privilege to express my love and to acknowledge your authority. And according to your word, I ask, may your heavenly windows be opened and may your blessings come down abundantly upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Please be seated.